Good evening, everybody. Glad to have you all. Uh, I know it's been a long time since we've been able to put an episode out. We've been having some issues getting our schedules worked out. But tonight, we're doing something a little bit different. Uh, I am joined tonight by Sean Edwards. How you doing? Hey. Hey. I'm glad to have you here, man. Yeah, um, great to be here. Thank you for coming. Uh, it's 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 something I've wanted to do for a while, but when we were recording, when me and Mr. Hammer were recording, uh, we just kind of go back and forth with each other, mm-hmm. and I wanted to sit down and kind of talk to you one-on-one more, yeah, Right. so I'm glad that we got the opportunity. Am I sitting in Mr. Ham's seat? Yes. Big shoes to fill. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. He's a, he's a good guy. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. He's been, uh, he's still working on his house. Uh, okay. It's getting close to finish now. Nice. But now they're in the like rush, so he's just slammed every day. No doubt. Trying to get paint, drywall, all that kind of stuff. Oh, done. yeah. But um, anyway, it's kind of late, I know. And so just thank you for making yeah. the time to come out. My I appreciate pleasure. it. I know yeah. you're a busy guy. Um, I wanted to start. If you, if it's okay with you, I just wanted to start with where kind of how I got to know you, yeah. which was through cycling right. and through like fitness, and uh, you have kept with it ever since then. Yeah. I have not so much, <laughs> um, but I was just kind of curious if you don't mind talking about it, kind of what started you, because sure. I know you've shared online, right? So I, yeah, I assume it's okay to talk about, but you've shared online that you know at one point you were overweight right you weren't happy mm. and but what what kind of pushed you to yeah make that change sure when you know when i was in high school i was i was pretty athletic um and then i got to the real world and started working and then i got hired in on the railroad and uh when i got on the railroad it i you know i had to work some strange hours so i started picking up some weight um, it was easy it was easy for me to to stop at a store at one or two in the morning and and grab something terribly unhealthy for you and just eat that for a snack like a Mountain Dew or a honey bun or something like that. Just something to keep you awake. And if you look at that, a honey bun and a Mountain Dew, that's uh, 750 calories just for a snack at three in the morning. Right. Uh, and you do that often enough, and that's not even counting what you would eat for breakfast and lunch and then dinner. And um, it adds up. And I just started really piling on the weight and at at some point i got up to 260 pounds uh a 40 waist and it was hard for me to just walk any distance without being out of breath right uh it just was tough and so we we had uh children and i would i would play with them and I would get out of breath after about five minutes, and I thought, I, you know, really, I'm young and I'm and I'm out of shape with just playing with my kids. That's not right, and they deserve more than that. So I just started. I just thought, you know, I'm gonna go outside and walk. And I walked for a solid five or six miles, just the first time, and I thought I was gonna die. I thought it was awful, uh, but but I just walked, and when I got home, I thought. You know, I was wore out, and the next morning was all I could do to get out of the bed because I was so sore from walking that far. Oh, man. Yeah. and uh, But I thought, you know, I'm going to do it again. And I did that every day. Every day I did that. And at some point, I thought, I'm going to start running just to see how it feels because I used to run in high school. I was pretty good at it. And I thought, I'm going to start running. And I ran for what felt like at least two miles. Jeez. But it wasn't. It was a quarter of a mile. 
maybe. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> and uh, I thought, golly, this is pitiful. But every day I kept at it, and I would try to run a little bit further and a little bit further. Um, I got to a mile running nonstop, and then I got to two miles. And then finally I started doing 5Ks, and uh, my goal was to run a full 5K without stopping. And it just went from there until I worked myself up to running a marathon. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just kept at it. I just stayed at it and I lost a lot of weight. And then... Uh, so so can I ask... Yeah. What, what, so you just start with exercise. Right. Did you keep the same diet or did you no, change your diet no, at the same time? I, you also? know, at the time, you know, you when you go from McDonald's and Honey Buns and Mountain Dew, uh, you cut, you, you, well, you know, when you, we were young, our diet wasn't great either we could eat whatever we wanted to and right. get away with it uh but when i was on a solid solid diet of crap which is why i gained all that weight the only thing the the first thing that came to mind when i thought healthy was subway that right. that was it that right. was you know that was it i thought okay well subway is healthy and so that's what i would do i would go to subway and i would have a six inch uh turkey sandwich for lunch and i would i'm a, I'm a creature of habit and if I know something's going to work, I will do that every day because it's easy and I know it's working. So I would, I was on a solid diet of Subway, and the weight just started melting off with, wow, okay. you know, with with the uh, the exercise. But I then started, you know, like everybody else, I started uh, doing some research on on healthy things to eat and you know salads and uh, I have my my father in law is a is a vegetarian. Uh, I think he became a vegetarian um, because of, like a lot of vegetarians, they don't believe in the bludgeoning of animals. I think he had right. a moment in his life where uh, that was one of the reasons he wanted to stop eating meat. But he challenged me to try it, and I did it for a solid week, and I felt like a no, a whole another person. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it was hard, and I thought, okay, all I can eat is lettuce. <laughs> had no idea what the vegetarian meal was like uh, or what they ate, but I thought, okay, this I can do this. Uh, of course, now I'm, um, I know that uh, you know a vegetarian can have amazing foods to eat, not just uh, rabbit food. But I, I'm telling you, one week of eating no meat, and I felt I don't, I can't explain it. I just had so much energy. Right. It was crazy, and so yeah. Uh, and then I started running, and then I then I ran into some um, issues with my back, and uh, running kind of became it was it would hurt to run. And a buddy of mine, his name is Marty Shackelford. Um, he uh, he said, "Hey, why don't you go on a bike ride with me one day and see what you think about that?" So I haven't ridden a bike in right since I was a little kid. He's like, "Well, I've got a, I got an extra bike. Let's go for a ride." And I said, "Sure." And I got on the bike with him, and we went for maybe an eight-mile ride. And and I thought, I mean, I thought I was not going to be able to make it back. It was so oh, hard. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. Oh Trust man. Me. And I, and we went up this little, little bitty hill. Like it was more or less like somebody's driveway of a hill. I didn't think I was going to make it. Marty flew right up it on his bike. I didn't think I was going to make it. And I thought there's no way I can do that. But when we made it back, I just completely fell in love with the bike again it was like being a kid yeah yep. and i went home and i went to a bike shop there in danville kentucky and uh, i looked at bikes and i 
at the high at the at the time they had a pretty high end carbon bike. Carbon was really starting to to right. enter in the scene, and it was several thousand dollars. And I thought, oh, are you kidding me for a bicycle? Oh yeah, and yeah, went home and told my wife, hey, I saw this bike. It's two thousand dollars. <laughs> right <laughs> you know and we were on a budget kind of you know and, and she kind of not but she fully supported me and i went back to the bike shop and i said i'll take that one and at that moment i rode the bike every second i could every chance yeah so that's pretty interesting yeah and, and like i know for me I, I don't know but like all of a sudden here's this guy sean who shows up at the time trial one night <laughs> And first run, just you laid down like this insane time. Yeah. I don't know how long you've been riding at that point. Right. Uh, but I was just, holy smokes, this yeah. dude's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> like crazy strong. And uh, yeah, some of the, one of the coolest things I can remember and I, on when I was riding heavily, I think one year I, almost tag like 1500 miles one year and for me that was a lot right uh, i know omar does that in like oh, man. three months omar but... <laughs> is the endurance king <laughs> but uh yeah me you and steven toby were mm -hmm. on the group ride together uh -huh. and you guys kind of took off and i was just like eh i'll try yeah and i hung with you guys and i felt so awesome when we got to this next stop to the next recollect point right i was like oh my god i just <laughs> hung with sean and steven toby <laughs> For like one stretch of a club ride. Yeah. I'm totally dead now. I'm absolutely shot. Like right. I'll be lucky to limp back in, but wow, yeah. that was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I tell you, you know, but everybody starts somewhere. When I rode with, uh, when I was riding with Marty Shackelford, my, my buddy, uh, he, uh, you know, I couldn't keep up with him. I thought this guy is insane. One day he said, Hey, let's do a hundred mile. Let's do a century ride. And I, I said a hundred miles. And he said, yeah. I said, are you crazy? There's no way a man could, and we yeah. and I, <laughs> and we went on this ride. It was the first hundred miler that I did, and it was a suffer fest for me. Uh, Marty uh -huh. handled it like a champ, but for me, I thought there's. And then when we were done, I hurt all over. I, it was probably a week before I could walk. Oh yeah. yeah, and I thought there's no way I would ever want to do that again. Uh, but then. It seemed like within a week, I thought I just kept thinking about doing it again. I, yeah. I thought I need to get back out there. Yeah, Omar yeah. and I planned one, like, and we thought it was just a thing people did. Yeah, you hear people talk about century rides, right? We just kind of assume, yeah, everybody does a century ride, sure. And so we kind of, you know, he found the Livingston McKee relatively f flat run, right. great ride. We could make four laps. Yep, one hundred and six miles. Yep, there's our century. Right, uh, and. We started, and this was like our second year riding uh -huh. on road bikes. Uh -huh. We had had mountain bikes for a year before that. Okay. And then we, but because we did that before we invested in road bikes. Yeah. And uh, so then we got the road bikes and we'd ridden for two years and we're like, okay, well, let's, let's go try a century. Right. And everybody's like, yeah, okay, you know, sure. <laughs> and uh, so we go, we buy some gels and stuff and we get up super early and we started when the the day we did it. When we started, it was below freezing. Yeah, <laughs> we had I had ice all in my beard. Oh, oh man! Uh, halfway through the day, it got up to about sixty degrees. Oh wow! And we had got I had got down to just like a summer riding kit. Uh huh. And typical our, Kentucky weather. Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty average. <laughs> and then on our way on our last leg on the way back in, 
um, my chain through. Oh. And it wedged in between oh, the, the stay uh-huh. and the derail and the uh, cassette. Uh-huh. And I mean, it was in there. Oh. Me and Omar, neither one could pull it out. And uh, thankfully, some old dude on a tractor yeah. rolled by and had a big old screwdriver and he pried it out. Nice. We got it back on. I had two gears for the rest of, for the last nine miles of a hundred mile ride. Oh man. So I could, like all I could shift was the front. Yeah. Good so, thing it was, it's a flat route. Yeah. More or yeah, less. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was really fortunate. Yeah. And, but made it back in. And like you said, I was so sore yeah. for the next like three days. Right. And then, yeah, we wound up doing them over and over. Yeah. You so. know, it's, it's, you, 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 you get finished if something like that and you're, you're almost, you're just, you just think there's no way I would do that again. But then you think I did that. I, I rode my bike for a hundred miles. Right. That, you know, you got these guys that for the, on the tour de France that ride that amount of mileage more or less every day for 30 days. Oh yeah. Yeah. Those guys are crazy. Right. And, but then you think I could, I could do that for one day. That's, yeah, that's once, pretty cool. Once, once. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's quite the accomplishment, you know, like, like I said, the first time it was all I could do ride, ride eight miles. And it's like, I tell people when that, that say, well, I can't even ride eight miles. Well, yeah, you can, if you keep, if you keep riding, yeah. you'll obviously, yeah, uh, and you keep adding miles. That's all it takes, you know? So, uh, just, just got to keep at it, you know? Yeah. Just don't give up. Right. Don't give just, up. Just keep going. Yeah. Uh, I know every, like, and I took a break last year. I started trying to ride some again. Yeah. I went back out on the club rides. I did just the time trial course. Right. First three times. I thought I was going to pass out when I got back to the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how out of shape I was. Yeah. And now I will say, I think it came back faster uh-huh. because I hadn't been off for quite so long. Right. Uh, Muscle memory. Yeah. yeah, and I was back up to doing sixteen or twenty miles right. within just like a month or so. Yeah, but uh, the first time uh, when I when we started riding, it took a full oh. season to make that progress. Right. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's just keep going. And that's a great route. That time trial course is is a great route to uh, especially to get started on. But it is the that route is a big reason why I became stronger on the bike. Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. That, that time trial course, that eight miles was an obsession for me uh, because I wanted, I wanted to get out there and continue bettering my time. That's, that's the only real way, you know, if you're, if your training is paying off right? is if you are becoming faster. Yeah. And, Doing that time trial, it's, you know, you can't, you can't cheat time. And if you get out there and your time is faster than the previous, then you know, you're doing something right. Right. And then somebody started talking about records, (laughs) you know, and I am competitive by nature and I, mostly with myself. But then when you think, golly, I would love to be able to come close to that record then it just becomes something that it's just all I thought about was trying to, was trying to beat that record. And I would get so close and then I would think there's no way humanly possible somebody <laughs> could do that. But I get on the bike during training and I would just, I would kill myself. I would, 
I was just a machine. I, 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 that's all I thought about. And because of that, I became stronger right on. on the bike. And if you don't, I'm not trying to force you to brag, yeah. but what, what are you now? Sub 16? Sub 17? No. Uh, my time, you know what? The time to beat was. It was 18. 1801. Right. You know, I, I don't know for sure. It's sad. Uh, Stephen Toby knows all that. Jack knows all those things. But the time was uh, 1801. Um, and I, let's see, five years ago, beat the time. My time was 1758. And I thought, I will, I'll never beat that time, my own time. Right. I'll, I'll never beat it. Uh, because of the pain I experienced trying to beat that time (laughs) (laughs) right i mean i literally when i get when i went across the finish line i literally fell off the bike i stopped and fell off the bike i mean there was nothing in my legs i felt like i was going to black out i wanted to throw up uh my i could not breathe and (laughs) it sounds like like somebody's listening thinking why would someone put themselves through that but ultimately you have to get there if you want to achieve some kind of goal. And I, I just made a, I just thought to myself, you know, I'm okay with never being able to get back there and, and trying to even get close to that record. But last year, I, I beat that record by 11 seconds. Oh, wow. Okay. I can't even tell you how I did it. Um, I kept thinking, you know, I'm getting older. You know, and and the older you get, uh, in my mind, the slower you are. That's not necessarily true for some people. Uh, look at Jack Evans. <laughs> right. I mean, he is a uh, a monster on a bicycle. Uh, but I thought I'll never I'll never beat that. But that day was a perfect day uh, when I did, and um, I got to the last. You know, the last mile of that course is downhill. Right. When you get to that point, when you when you get to that last mile and it's downhill, you go hard, or I go hard, but that's it's almost like it. It's kind of in my mind a time where you can relax a little because you're going downhill. Yeah, and I, and I use relax loosely, uh, but I just push myself even harder on that last mile, and I think it helped. I think it helped get me past my previous record. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know what it is with me, but every time coming down that hill, if I'm really pushing, I uh-huh. cramp. Really? Every single time. Yeah. Down, downhill. Huh. I can go up a hill and I won't cramp, but going yeah. downhill, if I really push, yeah. my calves will cramp up on me. Huh. I don't know. <clears throat> I think, too, that um, a lot of people, when they get to that point where it really starts hurting, no matter what they're doing, whether they're on the bike or they're running, uh, or, or whatever their uh, exercising uh, goals, ambitions are, when they get to a point where it really starts hurting, they they back off because they don't want that. They right. don't want the feeling of being nauseous or the feeling of I'm going to pass out, and and uh, for obvious reasons. Right. But if you want it bad enough, if you want to do something bad enough, you'll push through that. It's part of the that stuff is part of the process. And you, you, you got to push through it. If you don't push through that, you won't ever get there. You've got to be uncomfortable or you just won't, you just won't get there. 
And so some people have enormous, enormous potential of doing amazing things, but they get to where it hurts really bad and they, and they hit idle. They just, they, they bring it back. If they would just push a little harder for just a little longer, they'll, they'll see, they'll see their PRs or their, they'll see records, but it, you, it, you've got to be a special kind of person to get through that. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Without that, and I know I struggle with that. Like yeah. a lot of times I'll back off because yeah. I've, my biggest thing is, uh, I forget the name of it, but one of the big hills. Haynes Knob? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that was like, that was my, that was my white whale for uh, a while. Right. It was like, I've just, just, not to try to like some crazy time. I just wanted to get to the top of it. Right. Without having to get off the bike. Yeah. That was my only goal. Yes. Start at the bottom and yes. ride all the way to the top. Yeah. And the first time I tried it, uh, was on a club ride and I completely bonked and sputted on the third section of the climb. Right. The, like the steepest part. Uh-huh. I couldn't unclip. Yep. My legs were just gone. <laughs> and it it's steep enough that when right. I fell over, I slid back yes. down the hill. Yes. Right. And after that, I was scared. Right. So yeah. anytime I would start getting fatigued, uh-huh. I would just stop and unclip. Yeah. So I can see that. I and but but there was there was a point <laughs> and I had gotten obsessed with the tour that yes. year. Right. And I was watching every day. I was uh-huh. watching the tour. Uh-huh. And I'm like, man, those guys are climbing like Alpe d'Huez. Yes. I can climb some little hill in Kentucky. Like sure. I can do it. Yeah. And uh I it just got in my head and I'm I'm watching them. And every time they hit like a really big climb, they uh-huh. start throwing their water bottles. Yeah. Like I'm like <laughs> What 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 difference is like eight ounces of water gonna make? Yeah, yeah. So I always take two full bottles with me just uh-huh. in case you know I get some, whatever I get thirsty I need to wash a cut off or scrape or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so I get to the climb and I've got one half bottle and one full bottle, <laughs> and I'm like, screw this full bottle, I'll dump it out. <laughs> I made it up the hill that time. See that? It's just like okay. I was like I shed. That's twenty four ounces. Yes. That's right. a pound. That's a pound and a half. I just dumped out. Right. I can make this climb without that pound well, and a half. Well, that's funny that you say that. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, for for those that are listening to this, uh, Haynes Knob is more or less a mile long. Oh, I have no idea. So. It is. Okay. It's a mile long, and it's prop. I think it's an average six percent gradient, but the the portion you were talking about it kicks up to ten percent, maybe eleven percent. Oh, okay. Which is solid, um, if, especially if you're really going hard. If you're really trying to do something on it, you're you're kicking up the front. Actually, the start of it is pretty steep too. Yeah, the very yeah, beginning. Yeah, but it's not as it's not as long. Right, uh, and you you really you're really doing something on that six percent gradient, and your legs are getting ready to fatigue, and then all of a sudden, bam, mm-hmm. there's the ten or eleven percenter. It's almost a switchback right there yeah. where you're at. Um, so it's not right. But what you were talking about with emptying the water bottle, it, you're right. It's, it may have been a couple of pounds, three pounds, maybe two pounds, whatever. But I, I think things like that is more mental. Yeah. You think I'm right. lighter. Yeah. I'm lighter and I'm a gazelle. That's right. And I'm going to run right up this thing. Yep. And you did it. Yeah, I did. Right. Yeah. Solo. I was out by myself, but yeah, I was like, yeah, I yes. finally made it. <laughs> yes, I know. Uh, that Haynes knob is is my is probably my favorite, or it's my go to 
hill when I want to check my fitness. Okay. The first thing when, when bike season starts, I will hit Haynes Knob just to see where I'm at. I know my time. I know the time I want to be at or close to. And if I'm not there, I need to step up my game. Uh, and actually, I have several, the last several years, considered Everstein Haynes. Oh, wow. And I really want to do it this year. And I may, I may, I may do that. Um, well, more power to you, man. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I don't know, uh, but I would like to. It's it's a little steep to do an Everstein on. Um, so when you do that, are you know. just doing it for the total feet to climb or for right. the distance? It's the no. It's it's the total feet. Everstein is it, obviously you're 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 doing the same climb repeats right. till you get. The elevation gain of Mount Everest, okay, right. which is twenty nine thousand feet, twenty eight something. Yeah, it's it's up there. Yeah, and you keep repeating that same climb until you reach that elevation. Okay, and and I if I get the if I have the numbers right, I, that would require eighty eight repeats. Oh my gosh, <laughs> of eight knob, uh, and it would obviously be a total of whatever you know, one hundred and seventy some miles total. Jeez. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you don't count going back down. Right. That's not. Yeah. You're not gaining the elevation. the The good, the, the one good thing about that is there are rules to Everesting because when you're done, you, you, uh, you turn it in to the Everesting people. Right. And they put you in the Everesting Hall of Fame for doing it. Uh, the rule is is that one of the rules is is you're allowed to take breaks. Well, that's good. Yeah, you can take pretty long breaks, but you can't sleep. You okay. can't just take a five, six-hour nap. That's out. Okay. But you can take breaks, um, which I think everybody probably does or needs to. One, whatever that is. I'm, I would probably change kits several times uh, or stop and eat. But the, yeah. but, the, but the cool, not the cool thing, the good thing about Everstein is that if you think about it, you're really only riding or pedaling for for on Haynes Knob Everstein, 88 miles. Because I'm coasting downhill. You better oh, yeah. believe <laughs> I'm coasting downhill. I'm not going to pedal going downhill. So in my mind, I think, okay, all I got to do is really pedal 88 miles. And I can do 100 miles easy now. I can do right. 200 miles. I've done 200 miles. I can do 88 miles. Except it's going up an average 6% <laughs> gradient. Right. You know, so, and knowing me and knowing how competitive I am, I'll try to kill it right away. Uh, so when you when you do it's that, all about pacing. Uh, do you have a total time that you cannot exceed? Like, I, I, like, I think you're a lot. You're allowed, however long it's going to take you. Um, okay. I, I know that some have taken almost twenty four hours to do it, which it might be how long it would take me. Uh, it just is going to depend. I would like to do it in twelve hours. Uh, but it's like I said, it's going to depend on if I need breaks. Just actually, just being able to complete it at, at all, like you know, Rod, a friend of mine that rides Rodney Hines, right? He and I did it in July, did not Everesting, but we wanted to do repeats, and we <laughs> okay. we did. Uh, I can't remember the exact amount, but it seemed like we did thirty six, just to see, right? And it sucked. I, I can imagine enormously, and a lot of that was I think because it had to have been a hundred degrees outside. Oh, oh, it was, and uh, 
but you know you you do when I was doing that there were parts of my body that were hurting that don't hurt in any other ride yeah. your, your hips climbing, and climbing puts you in such a different body position exactly than standard. and especially when you got to worry about your front tire bouncing up yeah you, yeah yeah my I, my hips were killing me uh but that's just going to be part of it and i have to you know it's not supposed to be easy and you gotta i've just gotta i gotta get through that and that's one of the reasons why i want to do it so bad right is be is getting through that pain like you know mentally it's it's more or less going to be a lot of it's going to be mental but that's my main objective this year is to do an everesting i'm going to try to Mm. i'm going to do some races but that's I'm I'm all in on Everstein. You gonna wait till it's a little cooler later in the season? Or? I'm, I'm my plan was to maybe do it in April. Oh, early. Okay. Yeah, uh, but I need I really <laughs> I need to get my weight down more. I need to lose several water bottle weights. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so which was which obviously would help a lot on Everstein. Yeah. Uh, so if I can't do it by then, I'll I'll definitely make an attempt in the fall. But right. I will not be doing it in July. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like a bad time. No, I'm not going to do it. They're actually doing a organized Everstein ride at the Kingdom Come State Park climb. In, uh, oh, down around, uh, wait, Kingdom? Har- Harlan? No. Uh, yeah. Barberville, Harlan down yeah, there? Uh, maybe, yeah. It starts in Barberville and goes to Harlan, right? right. Yeah, it's out there. Okay. And it's... It gets up to thirty percent, and it, you know, I've done, I've raced it. A bunch of us have raced up it, but oh, is that uh, Black Mountain? No, it's not Black Mountain. Oh, okay. Um, like I said, it kicks up to there towards the end. It kicks up to thirty percent. Jeez, I don't know how many. It's a little over a mile long. I don't know how many repeats it would take. But a lot, and and probably too many at thirty percent. Yeah, it doesn't matter what kind of gear you're in. It doesn't matter how easy your gear is. No matter the way I have it figured, no matter how easy your gear is, you're looking at having to push five hundred watts up that section. Jeez. Because if you don't, you'll you'll <laughs> you'll be there forever. You'll roll backwards, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so. Doing that, however many times, it's going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't know if I'll do that or not. It'd be good practice. So we'll see. Now I know uh, when we were cycling, when I was riding a lot, uh, I think you said one of the kindest things at that point anyone had ever said to me. Yeah. Um, I don't know what possessed me. Uh, but somebody posted it and I was like, sure, I'll go try to tag along. And you guys were going to go do like, I can't remember if it was the first half or the second half of procession of Hills. Uh-huh. Oh man. And yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll try it. And they're only doing half of it. Worst case scenario, I'll just come back. Uh, but I went and we got out there and got rolling and somebody said something cause it's not really my thing. The, hard work steep climbs i'm a bigger guy right i'm more for like flats and sprints sure yeah uh even when i'm in shape like i'm still a big dude right climbing's not fun for me (laughs) uh so uh, somebody said something and i was like oh well you know 
whatever it takes, I'll get out and walk. If I have to, I'll just take my time. I'm, but I'm not quitting. Yeah. And, uh, turned around later and you come back and you said, dude, you know what? I really like that attitude. Yeah. Like just don't give up. Right. And I was like, I was kind of just being a smart aleck about it, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, procession of Hills is easily one of the hardest rides that you can do that I, that I've ever done. It's just so much climbing. Right. Uh, there's, let's see, there's Haynes knob. Then there's Big Nasty. Big Nasty is so tough. Those are the ones we did. Hangs Nile, Big Nasty, and one more, and then we turned around. Uh, it would have been um, Cannon, no, Pea Ridge. Uh, Pea Ridge would have been next. But then after Pea Ridge, you uh, you have the uh, Wall of Shame, which is a little bitty kicker. A little bitty. It's a half a mile maybe, but it is so steep. And you're going downhill, and you immediately just you you you're 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 in your hard gear, and right. you think I'll just roll right over this little thing, and you stay in your hard gear, and then it's too late, and <laughs> you're going straight up, and and you have to you have to leg it out, uh, but that's probably one of the hardest parts to me about that about that ride, and then of course you have Cannonball, and Cannonball is just seems stupid long, and it it seems never ending and then it has a kicker at the very end and your legs are crying by then it's 30 some miles which doesn't seem like a lot but it takes seems like forever because all you're doing is going uphill right the whole time yeah right. right it's a it's a good ride but yeah your yeah your mentality on that was and that's what that i think a lot of people i wish they would have that they're going you know if, if you you can go out there and say, well, I'm just, I'm not going to do good or I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to, but I'm going to try it. I want to do it anyway. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to see what I can do. That's, that's what you have to have to be successful in anything really. But I think it, to me, that spoke to you, your personality, even though I didn't know you very well. Yeah. Uh, just you're, you're the kind of guy that would encourage somebody. Right. Well, thank that you. Would, you yeah. know, and I, and, from just all I really knew about you is like, that's Sean. Yeah. He's crazy strong on a bike. <laughs> he runs like he smashed the course record at Barnesburg. Like yeah. he thinks I can make it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try. Well, and that's because you can. And that's because I've, I've been, I started in that situation and I had people that rallied for me, that cheered for me to do, to do well. And I, and I had a community of, of folks that, that wanted to see me excel and it's hard to do anything if you don't have that. You can do it. It is possible. But right. if, if you don't have people that are supporting you, you may not you may not make it. You may just give up. And those people don't they don't let you do that. Right. And right. and if and if you if you have those folks pushing you all the time, then you will you will make it. You'll you'll get there somehow or another. Um, and that's that's what happened with me. I had people pushing me a lot of it was just me you know nobody's telling me to go super fast every ride nobody right. tells me to do that they they don't care uh that's me and and that's what i i want to do that's how i ride right uh, a lot of people will say oh sean doesn't ever you know he, he he does he won't do social rides because he and even when he does social rides he goes too hard well <laughs> that's 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 not me being a d-bag that's just me riding how I ride. 
that's just how I ride. I can't. Right. The only time I have been able to really go slow <laughs> on the bike and enjoy riding slow on the bike is when uh, I've rode with Emily, my wife. Nice. And, yeah. And we'll be riding along and Emily, uh, <laughs> she'll see uh, some flowers and want to pick the flowers. And I'll stop and I think, oh, are we really? <laughs> are we really picking flowers? Let's go. Let's. And right. but but I and then I I know I, I need to slow down and enjoy it. Enjoy my time with her on the bike. Right. And and it is fun. It's fun to do that. Um. Uh, but any uh, anybody else that rides a bike with me, we're going. We're going all out. Uh. Let's you know. Let's do it. Let's work. You know. I just. I can't not not go faster or, or want to go fast. Right. Uh, it's just, and I think by now the guys that, that I ride with, they know that. They'll say, you know, they'll say, well, that's just Sean. Let him go. You know, uh, I, I don't expect everybody to, to go as hard as I do all the time because really you shouldn't. Uh, my coach um, for several years, JT. Right. He, he would make sure that I would take time to go slower on the bike. Uh, there's this funny story about him. When I went to, uh, uh, the family and I were going to the beach and I told him, I said, JT, I'm going to gain so much weight out, out on the, it's going to be a solid diet of fish and chips and beer. <laughs> and I'm so worried about its season. And he said, no, he said, uh, he just let yourself go. You're, it's going to be fine. Enjoy yourself. This is a week when you need to take off the bike anyway, kick your feet back, relax. And, and then we'll hit it hard when you come back. And I said, okay, I can do that. That's fine. But in my mind, I thought, I'm going to be eating so much. And if I don't burn those calories, I'm going to be 100 pounds. I'm getting 100 pounds this week. That's right. what I was thinking. So I took my trainer. I took my trainer and my bike to Florida. <laughs> and I put it out on the balcony. And in the mornings or in the afternoons, Every day I was getting on there and putting in, you know, an hour, two hours. And uh, JT sends me a message. Hey, hey, man, what are you doing? I'm on the bike, on the trainer. You're what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on the bike. I'm on the trainer. He said, do I need to come down there and whip your ass? <laughs> <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> no, you do not. He said, get off the bike. Get off the bike and enjoy your time and relax. And I said, okay, all right, I can do that. And I did. Good. I did. And it does help. But I don't know. It's hard well, to get I, over I think, that. I hump. think it's one time, I think it's one thing a lot of people, uh, when they get hardcore into fitness, yeah. is uh, that they that sometimes don't necessarily allow recovery. Oh, it, no doubt. And, yeah. and uh, I know I was... When I, when I was really, really trying to lose weight and get in better shape, like I was like every day. Yeah. Every day I'm riding, every day. Yeah. And it caught up to me after a while. Yeah. But my knees started hurting, started swelling. Yeah. And so I learned right. you got to take you gotta take time off, let, let your body recover a little bit. Right. But I had to learn it the hard way. I didn't have anybody to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. It's and I still don't I still don't do it like I should. I'll get on the bike and think today's the day. I'm gonna I'm gonna go slow. It's gonna be a recovery ride. Yeah, I hear that a lot from Omar too. Yeah. 
Yes. Yeah. He's like, come on, come on, man. You, it's going to be a recovery ride. You can go with me. Yes. He's out there. He's out there running like 18, 19 mile an hour average. I'm like, yeah. dude, yeah. like 12, like you need to slow yeah. down. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'll get out there. And as soon as I clip in and I get on the road, I'm ready to go fast mm-hmm. and I'll be going Mach five and then think to myself, what are you doing? Slow down. Nope. I'm, I just, the whole time, the whole ride, it, every ride for me, I'll just say it. Every ride for me is more or less a time trial, the whole ride. And I know that it hurts me to do that because my performance the next day may not be great because I went so hard. Or if right. I'm ready to perform at a race, I could have done better, but I decided to race. All my other rides were just races, you know? <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, I know that I, I need to do better. I, and I'm kind of doing a little better with that, especially this off season where I'm on the trainer. I'll, I'll, I'll dial it down a notch or two. Uh, it sucks, but well, I will. See, for me, I think that's one of the easier things on a trainer versus on the road. Yeah. Because for for one, they just feel totally different. Right. Even a good trainer, even like the rock and roll or whatever, the ones that give and bounce a little bit, uh-huh. they still don't feel like the road. Yeah. And it's easier for me anyway. Also because there's, I know you guys do Zwift. So right. I mean, it's a little different, I guess. But yep. like, like you know, on the road, there's always somebody in front of me. There's always something in front of me that I need to catch yep. or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's another ride. There's right. a, you know, whatever. There's something in front of me I need to get to. Yes. But on the trainer, there's nothing. There's nothing. It's, it's, there's nothing there. You're, and mm-hmm. so it's easier for me because I don't have this whiff and stuff. So, I mean, I know that there's like virtual riders that, yes. you, but for me, it's just a trainer, heart rate monitor. I don't even have power monitor. Yeah. And so it's easier for me it to is. dial it back. Yeah. And that's uh, the thing about Zwift because Zwift not only do they have other riders and races that you do on there, but they have segments too. Right. And you, myself knowing me when there's a segment, I'm all in all the time on a segment. I want to, I want to, <laughs> you know, I want to do, do the best time on that segment and I'll get on these climbs on Zwift and I'll, I'll find myself saying, I just, you know, you don't have to, you don't have to hit it that hard today. And I will be, I'll be throwing in six, 700 Watts killing myself up this climb on Zwift. Wow. Because it's a segment. Right. So then what I've been doing here lately is I'll just do the regular, not Zwift, but the regular uh, trainer mode on it where I don't have segments or races or other people to compete against. It's just me pedaling, like right. you said. Yeah. And and I've noticed that when I am ready to go hard again, I have more power. And that's because I haven't been killing myself in all my other rides. So it's working. All right, gang, we're going to have to stop episode one right here of our conversation with Sean. We had such a good time talking, we kind of lost track of time and didn't realize how long our conversation was. So to make it a little more manageable, I'm going to break it down into two parts. So I hope you've enjoyed part one. Check back soon for part two. Have a good one.